When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, welcome back in to Roosters on Olentangy River Road in Columbus, Ohio, the greatest city in the world. Somehow spring football is almost over. The last two weeks, we're going to get into all that coming on the heels of Student Appreciation Day and a nice viewing period that Spencer and I had on Saturday. Berm was there too, now he's he's on jury duty, oh. so he's he's missing out. Like Polly Shore? Weasels, mm. he's gone. Um just like Polly Shore. I can't wait to hear about his experience there because oh. Berm on a jury has got to be one of the most hilarious scenarios. I, know, I can't wait to Will hear about Will you be that. delivering him? I feel like he would need to be eating rooster's wings while like they're talking. <laughs> he's, he's, he's like, I've never done this before. That's Justin Zwick, Nicole Cox, Bobby Carpenter, and Spencer Holbrook, by the way. I'm Austin Ward. Is that, like, he, Big government Berm just yeah. participating <laughs> as actively as possible on a jury uh, he was like, I don't know. I've never done this before. Like, I don't think I'm going to be allowed to use my phone. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to be able to come down to Letterman Live. I'm Text high school dudes. I can't keep up with the dudes, <laughs> young dudes. But beyond Your honor, that, I have a 16-year-old. I got to – outside of, like, three or four people, like, sitting at this table, he just really can't stand humans. So <laughs> I don't know how that's going to work. But Ooh. I'm so fascinated by it. That's a great point. The 11 other people he's sitting there with. I would love to hear their thoughts. Oh, like, gosh. If he doesn't agree with them. <laughs> oh, I cannot wait that to hear awesome. that story. Yes. So that's going to be fun. So he's gone. And uh, I can't wait to see what kind of case <laughs> he's on. I hope he's back soon because he's got a chance. I guess he could have to be there for like five days. Oh, wow. Oh. Right in the I've never done jury duty. Middle of spring ball. Knock on wood. I haven't yeah, either. I've been called. Bob, have you? I have, have not. You, Issued any verdicts on your peers? My dad has done it before. I never have, unfortunately. Bobby be another Chives good is only to 15 see. years old. I'm not, he's never done it. I've never been allowed to do it. Yeah, he's like, not old enough. I have multiple relatives because you're a felon. So every, uh. time, every time I get a, you know, a, a letter about it, it's just like, no, nah, I can't. Sorry, guys. And I just I get out of it pretty easily. I didn't hmm. realize that, that yeah. you could get out of it. I would like to serve on a jury. I think that that would That'd be, be some fun. kind of fun. To yeah. Go check Depending it out. on what it is, like if you have an interesting yeah. case. I mean, there's some great cases that we know about right now that I feel like <laughs> boy, I would be some, fun to sit in on. Oh wow! Like, I mean, it's like have you ever sat there and like stumbled on like uh, the first 48 or something? I feel like you know, <laughs> hey, whoa, this is pretty good. Yeah, hell, okay, all right. Uh, you know, you're, you know, you're two hours into it, and yeah, what just happened? This is fantastic. <laughs> I just wasted a whole night. Went from like four to six on a Sunday after Sunday evening. I don't know what what I was supposed to do, but this was way better. So this that might be what a jury duty's like, you know? Maybe that or a combination of Judge Judy. I'm not sure. A lot of cases, just intrigue. Just sit in the courtroom. You don't even have to be on the jury. Just pay attention. Oh, I've jury. thought about going and just sitting just in watch. the gallery. Yeah, getting some popcorn. Well, like when I was playing, I didn't. Is that allowed? We, we didn't have any kids. It's like, what are you going to do for entertainment? I've wa- I watched all the TV <laughs> I wanted. Seen the movies. And I would ask, like, do people do that? And I had friends, like, their, their dad was, like, a bailiff. They're like, yeah, people come in and watch. Usually it's family or friends. Like, very Wait, few. Did you really go in and watch? No, because it was, like. Oh, my gosh. I was, like, to have that a, much time. Bob was a big law buff. And he was, mm-hmm. like, is this the life for me? Well, I just want to listen. Yeah, I mean, hear what's going on. I mean, obviously, it's not like, it's not as exciting as Law & Order. I'm like, I know that. But I'm just looking for an alternative form of entertainment. It was, like, literally coming down between that and just riding the Coda bus around town. I, that I, would actually be a lot of fun. But the, the problem is, like, not every case is the 
you know, like a murder case. I don't care if it's someone about taking checks out of like (laughs) stealing people's mail and writing fake checks. That's fine. That would be entertaining to me. How they did it, why they did it, how we've got the evidence. How they got away with it for so long. Yeah. Those things are all good. If they put all that energy in towards something legit too, you know? You got a lot of potential there. Maybe I need. Does anybody want to stand up and say so? I feel like you have Letterman a lot of potential. Live. Letterman yeah. live, live from a courtroom. I, it'd be Break great. it all down. We should have done that today. That would have been great. But, um, <laughs> Jay-Z, I'm worried, though, that in a week or two, if Jay-Z gets too close to a school, that he's going to get what, <laughs> what is going on here? Uh, it's a birthday present for the old wife. Uh, uh, he you know, asked for that? Well, she wanted the beard guy. Oh. So I compromised. And so you went halfway. Yeah. I went, yeah, more than half. And how did she feel about that? There's a lot more hair that was on this face. Um, Nicole, I mean, as you can imagine, she loves it. She does? Can't keep her hands off of me. Does she like that better Seven than the beard? pregnant. <laughs> uh, I think the beard would probably be her, if I had to, if she had to pick one, the beard um, would probably not look as bad in her eyes. But, uh, you know. Just switching things up. <laughs> I mean, springtime. I can't. I can't even. I had to, get, I had to let the chin. I had to let the chin breathe. Yeah. And uh, you know, I'm always a little chilly, so I kept the mustache just to maybe lip sweater. So, you know, yeah. what you should have done is got a, took a picture of it, printed it off, and then went to her practice and like had it taped on like one yes. of the walls, <laughs> a couple of the walls, just so people are like, who's that? That's my husband. That's my husband. That guy. Okay. Love of my life. <laughs> exactly. Right there. That's like, his kid? Okay. Yeah, yeah. You know, I like to do that for Marysville and the Marysville Marathon, mm, yeah, Casey, yeah. but for just one day. But, like, Allie would hate that more. She would just rather mm. see the full beard than just leave I would, that. too. I. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, now that it's gone, you know, she doesn't want to wait another four months for me to get that beard back. Yeah. So, you she, know, she's just stuck with what she gets. And her birthday is on Wednesday. I might be nice and shave it. Um, I don't know. I, don't, I think it'd be a nice gesture. You know, well, it, <laughs> it might be. And that's what I did for Mother's Day last year. I grew a mustache, shaved it for Mother's Day. That was her Mother's Day Is that Day for gift. Linda or for... That was for my mom. Okay. <laughs> I like how you're creating gifts. Yeah, like, right? That Very it's thoughtful, really right, Nicole? Yeah. Hey, listen, it, I make my own cards. You get a piece of paper. You get a couple <laughs> markers. I, I've been making my own cards well, for good for I would years. like that. Good for one oh, free massage yeah. from Jay-Z. <laughs> make my own cards and come up with different ways to give presents. I mean... Sh- it's perfect. Here's the thing. Like, what he's doing, I mean, it's really a great negotiating tool. He is anchoring really down here. So just to get back to <laughs> exactly. neutral, it's like, hey, I just want my normal life. Yeah. So I know. That's all, that's your setting the bar present. so low. Yes. I mean, a Bring month ago, back, I said, hey, do you want your birthday present early? She doesn't like surprises. You know, she said, no, I want to wait. I said, you get this beard for another month. <laughs> and she's like, oh, that's what the gift was. And then I won. And I said, too late. You already, you already answered. You already answered. This is incredible. This is the stuff that you've missed for the last couple of weeks when you were on spring break. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I just, <laughs> She's like, oh, this is cool. I just like can't, firm, I can't even dressed think like the lead I'm singer, so disturbed by this. Firm cool. dressed like the lead singer of Sum 41 oh, two gosh. weeks ago. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> for no reason. He got called out as much as he likes to tease me about the way I dress. I don't know what he was doing with the long sleeves underneath the t-shirt. I love that he did it. Looked great. It was I, good. I'm so bummed I missed it. It's like 2003 all over again. Yeah. So, and then Thayer was in here last week, Nicole. So oh, yeah, you did which was Thayer. so nice of him to come. That was yeah, so he was nice. Awesome. But now you're back. Yes. How was your spring break? It was extended abs- spring break. It was absolutely amazing. It was perfect. The weather was perfect, and the craziest thing happened. I'm sitting there on the beach with the kids and our friends and I'm looking at this lady and I was like oh she's cute and you know because you're just sitting there and you're just like people, people watching judging pe- people and then yeah, people no judging. I don't people judge I like try to find the positive in people that's a terrible so, I can't so, I so, so, the, so the oh she's cute probably is what you're thinking about I can't believe she wear that swimsuit wait <laughs> wait so then and Nicole's it so then I was like 
oh my gosh, she has a rooster's tank top on. And it was Urban and Shelly. Oh hey. So Shelly packed this tank top from Columbus, Ohio, took it with her to Siesta Key, Florida, to their home there, and wears it on her walks on the beach and had a rooster's chapstick in her pocket. I could have cried. I literally could have cried. It was just so sweet. It was so great seeing them. I got the biggest hugs from both. They were just, they were so great. They looked so happy, and it was it was a gorgeous day. They looked like Floridians, you know, so tan. And um, it was just, she had that rooster's tank top on, guys. I just still can't get over it. It just, like, made my whole trip. It was so exciting. Did Urban ask for chips or? <laughs> no. <laughs> the look on Jay-Z's. I know. I'm like, what? <laughs> he did say he wanted to eat a rooster's when he came back home to see the granny. Because you guys so. do the ca- there's like, you guys do catering there for him during the season. Like yes. at some points. So yes. I've, so he I've had me- it every week. The, yeah, I've meandered the, through the back <laughs> coach's office. I'm like, mm-hmm. what is this? And I promptly got out of box and grabbed some and then left. Yeah, we feed uh, the coaches. Apparently so. need to go down to practice. That's where they, all <clears> the <throat> chips go. Yeah, mm-hmm. down to the woody. Yeah, I think they do have chips there. They they do because it do. comes from the catering yep. division. I've, no, I'm going gonna say, this week. When are they you should. Practice? That's, Tuesday, Thursday, That's where you I'm can in. get your yeah. chips. Wednesday yes. food. <laughs> it's Tuesdays. Tuesdays? Yes. Done. And Monday. Tuesdays, I think. Uh, no, but it's just during security. season. Get this guy it's out of here. Who's this guy with season. this mustache? Get him out of here. Yeah. <laughs> who's the creepy guy? No, it's <laughs> it's who's me. the creepy guy? It's me, mm-hmm. JC. I'm on the list. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah what list? That's what they're going to say. <laughs> don't throw me out of here. I was approved. <laughs> yeah. I'm a former player. Uh, speaking of days of practice, we can actually talk <laughs> about some football if we want. Although I do think Urban will be back in college football, at least as an analyst, <laughs> sometime soon. Where that, have they be have there been? Really? Okay. I haven't heard that yet. Uh, it's, it's but a, I just did because I get all my news from you guys. That's so great. That's right. I don't. <laughs> I don't think many people are out there. I don't know that. It, I can't say that it's done. I just. I think it's going to happen again. Um, and I don't think he ever should have left in the first place. I think he did a great job. Yeah, I really, really did. Good. I liked um, watching him on Fox. Fox. Yeah, he was good. And I think they they missed that. There was a drop off pretty significantly to Bob. What's Stoops. what is Bob Stoops going to do now? Uh, I don't. Maybe go make some more tequila. I don't. Perfect. Yeah. Sounds like a great plan. He, what is he was coaching in one of those coaching a bowl leagues. game, right? He was like yeah. the GM of the Dallas XFL team. Yeah, was around for what, like a few months. Well, the XFL. Well, they're getting ready. Well, the XFL back. is next year. So is that what he's well, doing? I, th- I thought it was the the, prior, a- the AAF or whatever. Maybe the AAF. Or AAF. Or, yeah. Well, wow. AAF, Fox. <clears throat> I mean, he's got the life. He's a renaissance man. Um, so the practice, the Buckeyes went today, earlier this morning on Monday. They are going on Wednesday and Friday, and then you're into the last week. And the spring game is next Saturday. Sat- last Saturday was Student Appreciation Day. And I was worried. It's like, man, are we just going to get them messing around, goofing around? Are they going to have their real practice before everyone gets in there? Got about 10 live periods, Bob. Oh, yeah. To break down. So I know you've seen way more than Spencer and I have already, but we got that extended look. Guys going to the ground, live red zone, 11 on 11. I was in heaven. It was Christmas morning. Yeah, it was better than just the warm-ups you yeah, guys normally sure was. watch. <laughs> <clears throat> and you finally realized that Cade Stover was wearing a red jersey. Yeah. So... You got that going for him. I knew he was, but you know, sometimes if you can't see it with your own two eyes, you yeah. have to be careful. With well, him. he had a red jersey on though prior to that while you were there. You guys just didn't pick up on that. You it know? wasn't until that Saturday that he moved. Come on. No, oh, I know, and I, believe me, at first time, I'm like, hey, when did this happen? Like after practice Thursday, I'm like, okay. So I wasn't just someone who was like losing my mind right. thinking about that. But him going over there, some of the young linebackers looked really good. You know, and it's great. Good and bad. I mean, they've got a number of older guys who are out, and that's given opportunities for young guys during the spring uh, to really get in there and work. And, and we have Denzel Burke a little bit limited. Cam 
uh, Cameron Brown a little bit limited. You get to see some of these great young players like Jordan Hancock has really been kind of you know the the ace out there. Uh, getting a chance to kind of do some great things against the, the wide receivers who are so talented. And so he's kind of been that number one corner. And so you pair those two, those two, him with the other two guys that are out. It's like, okay, that's a pretty nice group of three guys and getting a chance to kind of see Jack Sawyer, uh, JT Tumaloao out there running around. Like, these guys are good, man. <laughs> They're real good. <clears throat> They're very good. And that was sort of the debate uh, you know, we were having when we left on Saturday. Is it a concern about the offensive line, or is it just because the defensive line is playing at such a high level? They've That's got, give and take they've got like – the problem is, and, and he knows this, and he – quarterbacks hate going with the second line in the spring because very rarely are you going to have more than seven guys you trust going on the field on the offensive line. Occasionally you get an eighth. And this year I think they have seven. Harry Miller would have been that eighth. Mm-hmm. And, so and Josh Fryer. And Josh Fryer. That's what I'm saying. You have these other guys who – who would be really good, and then stuff, stuff just happens, whether it's injury, whatever, and next thing you know, you have a third-team walk-on tackle mm-hmm. out there who you know, may have been like second-team all-OCC trying to block, uh, yeah. block Jack Sawyer. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, there we go. Like yeah. That was the worst part about spring games. <laughs> yeah. You split everybody up, and you're like, man, I don't, I've never had these guys block in front of me before, that sort of thing. Or They have a big win against – Jay Richardson or Darian Scott or Will Smith back in those days, you know, like <laughs> give me a chance to throw the ball back here. They're not going to win that one. No, it, it's definitely tough. But uh, I, I, I listened to your guys' report, you know, just talking about how the defense kind of looked. And I, I was going to ask Bob just, you know, they're learning this new defense and whatnot, but in spring ball, and the offensive line is learning a new schemes or new, oh, yeah. whatever, you know, new coaching as well. So it's a little bit easier as a defensive player, pin your ears back. As an offensive line, or as a defensive lineman, you know, because we talked about, you guys talked about how the defensive line kind of overtook that offensive yep. line on Saturday. Is it easier for that defensive line for those guys to just say, you know, we know what we have to do here because you're not in the, they're not in the secondary having to worry about checks or this or that. They're just pinning their ears back coming. I mean, is, is there some of that in them taking over the day in, in a well, practice like that? I think just number one, the drop between first offensive line mm-hmm. and second is here. First D line and second D line is like that. A little bit it's, closer. Yeah, and they rotate all those guys a lot. And so, you know, watching uh, uh, Jack Sawyer move around, yeah. JTT, I mean, they, they've really looked good. And those guys have gotten a lot of reps. The thing is, though, too, they, they've started moving around and putting in some different looks. You know, it's whether it's their the, the hybrid, you know, Leo Jack position, whether he's just standing on the edge, you know, and you'll go back and look. This is stuff that, um, Jim Knowles did against Oklahoma with at Oakie State, like moving that guy inside. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you go four hand, you know, four guys with their hand down, and so it's just different looks. And yeah. so there is making that offensive line was guess. The offensive line has to guess, yeah. but defen- defensively, there's things that they've had to learn too. This yeah. has been a little bit different than maybe what they're used to, uh, but the skill level and you can watch like the physical abilities of some of those guys, mm-hmm. the traits they possess, begin to take over a little bit during practice. Nicole, you talked a lot about the maturity and mental development and physical development of C.J. Stroud as that year went on. And more than he's playing at a very high level from all the practices we've seen. It's ridiculous what he's doing, uh, and it helps that that wide receiving group is so deep. But more than anything, I've been impressed with, okay, after that pro day that he was throwing, he stood out. Which I heard, yeah. yeah. Talked to the media for 20, Mm -hmm. 25 minutes. Didn't have to. It wasn't his day, not mandated. And then Saturday after the Student Appreciation Day, everyone in that building wanted to go see him. And he 
had a lot of chances where the coaches could get him out or they sent over a state trooper. Like, let's end it. Let's send over Jay Z. Send over Jay Z. Officer Team Ramrod. And uh, he's like, nope. And he stayed out there until every person had got a picture or an autograph or whatever it is they wanted. That part of it, I mean, he went through oh. some ups and downs. So I know, like, what that means to you, the fact that he takes oh. responsibility of the position there. I. I just love that. And that just makes me love More him. than Olave? Oh, yeah. Well, I just, I look Chris at. Chris was especially well, nice on Saturday. Chris was though. doing, he was there and doing the same thing. I love so that. So That's great smile. to know with that precious smile. But I, I do, I look at how they are, how these players act as a person too. And I think that does have to play into your ability to play as well. Because if you're arrogant and you're not, acting as part of the team or talking to the media. I mean, that's part of your job as well. You know, there are different aspects than just what happens on that field. And so to know that he did that, I mean, that just shows how much he's growing to overall. Yeah. So I'm, I'm really excited to see him play this year. Showing that growth. That's right. The shower of the growth, which is key, Chives. Absolutely. Yes. All those students. Absolutely. You can't, you can't show without growing first. And mm -hmm. CJ has grown a lot. Well, you shouldn't because that would be <laughs> – That'd be more challenging. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. But, yeah, when you look at the way CJ, if you think back to, to last August when we talked to him and, and then into September, you could tell that there was a little bit of the nerves were really building up. And Austin's wrote about this and talked about this a lot about, you know, he had to learn to put the phone away. He had to learn to do a lot of things to clear his head and just be able to play football. Well, once he got the football side of everything, you know, down and was able to just settle into that position, now he's taking that, that success on the field and elevating himself, you know, overall as a teammate, as a as a person, as a player. You can see it as the a way leader. he as a leader, the way he interacts with everybody in the building. And students, you know, he, he didn't have, like you said, he didn't have to stand out there. They sent that state trooper over there five minutes into his impromptu autograph session, and he kind of waved him off and, and just kept accepting people to, to take pictures and do autographs. And those things don't go unnoticed, whether it's from Ryan Day, whether it's from the people in the building, whether it's us in the media. Like, those are the things that make you really stand out, not just as a player, but as the kind of person that this program hopes to have, you know, in its players. Yeah, it, it's just remarkable. It's an example of all the other stuff. He was doing it for the first time a year ago. And you you can't ever, Jay-Z, you know better than anybody, be fully prepared for what's going to happen with the pressure that's on your shoulders when you're the quarterback at Ohio State. And I think by his own admission, it impacted him more than he would have thought in September. Now, some of that, some of those you have to learn how to deal with it because mm -hmm. that's how it's always going to be. And there's more pressure and more expectations now than ever before because of what you did in year one. But, you know, if you can't handle it, it's probably not going to be for you for very long. Well, and that's – I don't want to take it that far where he couldn't handle it, but, you know, if Kyle McCord would have went out and set the world on fire against whoever he played, yeah. you know, things – who knows what would have happened. Um, so, you know, seeing it for the first time and having to go through it for the first time and then coming back and having the success that he had. I think that's why it makes it easy what he's going through now. I mean <laughs> – Life is good being C.J. Stroud. You just threw for over 500 yards in the last game you played. Everybody's talking about you. You're a Heisman guy. People love you. Now, if he would have had fan appreciation the Sunday after that Oregon game, <laughs> he would have been out of there, no. you know, yeah. probably pretty quick. So, right. I mean, it's easy right now. I would, and, and that's not to say that it's not great that he doesn't understand it and he, that he's doing it. And the more reps he gets with the media, I think, is, is great for him because I think some of that early on needed to – he just says some weird things early on, I thought. You know, just putting some stuff out there that maybe you didn't want to put out there. He's a runner. He's a track star. <laughs> so no. not, 
not there no. to run. But, you know, I think it's great. I think it's easy for him now. Um, now, it's going to be he has all this pressure on him yep. in a way to go out and do it again. So that's, you know, we'll see how it goes once Make Notre Dame Rose comes Bowl? into town. Well, to go out and throw for all the yards and then be basically <laughs> perfect, you know, in some of these games he's played. I mean, it, the numbers he put up throughout the end of the year last year were just insane. So to be able to do that again – it's a lot of pressure on his shoulders. Uh, I'm excited to see. He has all the weapons. He has all the. I mean, he's going he to have a better understanding of the offense. He's going to better understand why he's calling certain plays or what they're trying to get out of it. We talked about it with Justin Fields when he came back for a second year, you know, under the same coach, yeah, and that, that's huge for quarterbacks. And he has all the confidence in the world, and it's just going to continue to to ascend. I'll never throw shade at anybody for the choices that they make, but you know, Bill Parcells had a rule where he would never draft quarterbacks that were only one year starters. He's like, and, and that would usually come out early. Maybe if it was a fifth-year senior or something like that, you're at expiring eligibility. But his reasoning for that, and I asked, and, and Romo was like, listen, there's a big difference. You know, and Tony was like, I took over a job mid-year from uh, Bledsoe. It's like, okay, you, know, you go, you have great, like, that's the honeymoon. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden, the next year, it's like, there's expectations with that. Do it again. And you have to go through the whole offseason – Managing those expectations for like six months, seven months with your teammates, you've been going out there being the leader, you know, handling this, going and doing the stuff where, you know, you're out in public and there's 600 people that want to sit there and you have to be gracious, you have to be courteous. And, you know, it's getting old. I guarantee his back was probably killing him by the end. You're getting tired and all those things. But like, that's their one interaction with you. And so for his ability to stay in there and do that and continue to put on a good face, infinitely impressive. And that's the stuff that honestly, the, the things that you don't necessarily have to do that to be a great quarterback. But I think if you have the ability and you do those things, that, that speaks to the fact that that is going to help you make, a, make you be a better leader to mm-hmm. your teammates. You're going to be around them. They're going to follow you. It shows that you're willing to put in time. Like, and other things aren't more important than football and representing your school mm-hmm. and representing yourself. So I'm, I'm really excited to see him do all that. I, I dipped out before it got really crazy at the end. Um, well, because they were waiting you for you to do line, your side. Yeah. No. <laughs> they sent, they sent I saw all those other over to Bob. I already got some of those guys. They're, they're getting <clears> a little chippy there. You know, some of these young tight ends think that they could go do some work on me, and we might have to <laughs> might have to remedy that problem at some point in the future. Ooh. But wow, um, you know, get I said waiver like, for for two or three drives next Saturday. Listen, hey, you know, I, like I don't have a full game. A long snapper played linebacker in the spring game last year. A fullback played linebacker for Ohio State on an undefeated team. I mean, there's a lot of things that have happened in this world. <laughs> I think it doesn't mean they've all been necessarily amazing. <laughs> I think you're allowed to do it. Let's make it happen. I don't think you're He's allowed done to do it that. Well, they, they changed the rule. Oh, did they? Yeah, they changed the rule. I would love to go out there, and we'll see. I mean, who knows? Maybe we'll have to meet in a park somewhere. Don't you have your you COVID know? year, Bob? I'll be the, cor- I'll be the quarterback. I did get a COVID year back. I mean, that's what I was looking forward to. Um, but <laughs> other thing, too, man, the, the catches those guys have made are ridiculous. Oh, the wide receivers? I mean, it's not even real. Some of the things I've watched, and by the way, I'm over there on the players' side. How did your boy Tim Hall or Tim May slither around? I'm there, like talking to one of the like help, to one of the coaches, like what's going on? Hey, Bob. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey, hey. Coach Bob. Bob. <laughs> it's like Coach May. You you a recruit? And I'm like, oh my god! Like look over my shoulder, and Tim had gotten on the far side somehow, and is behind me, and then sits there. You know, pulls this just us girls talking. And I was like mm-hmm. a 10-minute conversation. That's that's uh, Tim May. Oh, 100%. Tim May has an all-access like, pass everywhere. How did you well, get over here? By the way, you know how he got over there? Because he didn't have a credential on. So it just looked like he was supposed to be part of the, <laughs> yeah. part of the deal. As long go. as you act like you know what you're doing. Right? Was, <laughs> so true. He was actually jealous of me because 
I went down and just walked all the way behind the end zone down on that east side so I could get the all-22 look. He, mm-hmm. he usurped one up to you. And he I was, see your boo. like, how'd you get down there? I said, I'm, I'm down there like calling touchdown or not. They missed the one <laughs> in the corner there for Marvin Harrison, and Keon Graves gets a touch uh, football to foot down in the back of the end zone. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just helping them out. You, you know? guys have to teach me how to do that because I'm such a rule follower. I'd be too nervous that I'd be I, like, I'm not allowed over there. I can and go. I, They're going to kick me out. Go. I want to do, do it. I've learned from Tim and now Austin, and it's been the best part of, of being here is learning where you can and can't go and then learning where you really can and can't go because uh, <laughs> we can just yeah. make it up. That, that wasn't your favorite part of Saturday. When you need to, well, uh, we're, we're everybody's getting kicked out of the Woody. And the the one red coat comes up to Austin and says, "Guys, you have to leave. Media needs to get out of here." And Austin politely says, "Yeah, no thanks. We're gonna wait for the SID to kick us out." Oh, that's <laughs> so mean. Oh, those wow. people are there. Does there do a They're job? So I'm there to do my job. And I said, "I know you have a job to do, <laughs> but no thank you." Thanks, but no. With all due respect, I can't. Those people like me. I, I the red coats. Oh. I know most of their names. I'm. I I'm like that because I never, love them. I'd never seen this one before. He he had a Jay Z mustache that was all white. I'll have to tell Ooh. him. Hey, you get me. I'll perp walk him out of there. I I said, you know, I'm here to do a job. It'll look like trying to. Throw I'm going to give you rooster bucks to pass we, out. We to did them. still have, I love the red coats. We did still have some folks we were trying to talk to, and you better not be giving it to my boy Jr. No. I mean, we, Jr. is 83 we, years old, and it's he's a, he's a JR, mis- JR mistakenly left the facility too early, and the media had to actually let him back in. <laughs> so that was come a real, on back, Jr. That was a real turn of events. So Saturday, <laughs> from start to finish, I'm the red coat now. Yeah, was it? <laughs> come on in. Saturday was awesome and a great time all around. We learned a lot more, and we're going to talk about that in the second half of the show after mm, Nicole gets fried out pickles. of here. What do fried we have? Pickles. What do we have here, Jay Z? Fried pickles. Two dollar Tuesday appetizers. Yep. Mm. And what's awesome them. is the fact that you know we've got the supply chain figured out. We're back on our I normal. Think so, app, guys. I don't want to jinx it, but I think it is. Yeah. I think these bites are back. Yeah. Yep. They are. They're all here. Mm-hmm. So two dollars. Everything but the chips. Well. I know. We're working I've on those up. quality control issues, Chives. We're gonna. Nicole's. I mean, she's the ops person you want hammering that thing down. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I just keep putting in the requests. <clears throat> I just keep saying we're still getting requests for them, and I'm one of the requests because I love them. Perfect. They're so good. Yes. And then they can be a featured appetizer maybe Ooh. sometime. You Ooh. could even. Oh yeah. Put a little we cheese on them. Put them in the oven. Oh yeah. Get some... You can make them all sorts of different ways. Yeah. They're the best. I mean, there's all kinds of cheesy bacon chips. So good the stuff. catering, yeah. the catering divi- division has the chips. So <laughs> we'll just leave it at that for now. Okay, what else is going on at Roosters this month? Um, that's it, guys. Just spring game. Well, you could come and watch the national championship national game yes. on yes. Monday night yes. if you're going to be up. That could happen. At Sorry, guys. I stopped caring because my bracket um, was over as soon as Kentucky come lost. Come watch the so Masters right here. At the beginning. Mm, the Masters this week. All yeah. week. See if mm-hmm. Tiger can make it through the four days. Make it through one day. Well, if he can, yeah. See if he even gets, he gets out. through the par three. He'll but get out there. Still a lot. I think he's playing. A is lot he of- the oldest golfer? Mm. No, 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 not for the Masters. Just the most beat up. That's yeah, he's just, yeah. yeah, has the most surgeries. He's been through you, some once things. Once you've won a Masters, you play. You can play I mean, that. It's a lifetime yeah. exemption. I, I was getting him confused. I remember that now. So he, he, there's guys out there that they go, they know they won't make the cut, that'll still play. So okay. It's Masters week, NCAA championship game on Monday night. Opening day on Thursday. Austin. Oh, guys, and huge congratulations to the women's team, yep. too, for winning. They won. Got the, the Sweet 16? Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, you weren't even here. It was here just when the, exciting. The women's oh, the hockey, women's hockey team. team. I, oh, yeah. I did that too. Like, it's just so exciting. The standard is the standard. Uh, the mm. synchronized swimming. I don't know pistol. if I believe that. Somebody won like, another one, right? Yeah. Synchronized swimming and pistol. Yeah, yeah. Synchronized swimming is like twenty-nine swimming. years in a row or something mm-hmm. crazy, isn't it? Yeah. 
That's we did win really championships exciting. here at Ohio State. Well, not always, but <laughs> in other <laughs> sports. We don't have to talk about that yet again. Uh, we're going to let Nicole get out of here. We kept her long enough. She's very busy. We're going to be right she's back. We're on vacation for three weeks off. Yeah. I know, right? That's why she's got to get back to work. A lot of emails to get back to her, her phone won't stop buzzing. <laughs> she's got to get back to work. So we're going to turn her loose. We're going to be back. We're going to have a lot more Letterman Live. It is brought to you by Roosters. It's a fun, casual joint. Everybody knows that Roosters is a fun, casual joint. But the truth is, it is so much more. It's a quick stop on the way home to sit back and unwind. It's a front row seat to the big game. It's a place where you will always find a friendly face. And the home of wings so big you won't believe it. It's your family's other dinner table. So yeah, we're a lot of things to a lot of people. Roosters, a fun, casual joint. Precision engineering. Rigorous attention to detail. A Bryant Evolution heating system is so well designed, it's as much of a joy to install as it is to use. Good to go. For the dealer nearest you, visit Bryant.com. All right, welcome back into Roosters. It's the second half stretch run here and mm. spring ball winding down. It's been great. Kind of like the midway point to me. I know feel, we have the extra. But it feels steeper than that. Like, well, that, uh, hopefully, that is hopefully the case. <laughs> all right. When you're into week two and you feel like finishing what I'll call week two because I don't count the two days at the beginning. Pre-spring break. Pre-spring break where they get them out there, the acclimation days, no pads. Yeah. And so I, I don't count those. So if you're telling me that it feels deeper mm-hmm. – because of that, then that's great, and so that's it's going to carry on. It's going to pay some dividends later. Yeah. But this is kind of the midway mark, and now they're switching to their Monday, Wednesday, Friday from the Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday practicing. Yep. And then next week they taper off at the end, but you still kind of have one more big push week before you get to that coaches' clinic weekend and finally the spring game. And so looking at this, especially with some of the, the freshmen and then the early, I'll say, I guess, rising sophomores and then early enrollees, you can kind of start to get a feel for, okay, these guys have – you know, about five or six practices under their belt. You can see they're kind of starting to settle in. And not that they're never going to make a mistake, but just I'm always curious, like, how guys move through space. Like, are they becoming more decisive? Do they look confident? Do they look like they have the requisite athleticism and, like, explosive twitchiness, whatever it might be, to be able to get it done? And, like, the two freshman linebackers, you know, as we were just talking, like Gabe Powers and C.J. Hicks, like, I think both of them look good. I know a lot of people really love C.J., I was kind of curious where Gabe would fit. I didn't know if maybe he could grow into like a, the Leo position, yep. if he would really be able to play backer. You know, and this and both of those guys I thought moved very well, looked very instinctive. And then like you pair that up with some of the older guys. I'm like, man, this this room I think has a chance to be leaps and bounds better than potentially it was last year. Because I know you guys haven't got a chance to see much. Like Tommy Eichenberg, I tell you, the dude looks really good. Right. Like looks really, really stinking good. And he's only going to continue to get better based upon where he was at the start of last year. And it's kind of the same thing with Steele a little bit. He's been making some nice jumps too. Not that it's perfect, but you see a lot more good with some of those elite plays, and they begin to limit uh, limit the just plays. Like, what what, what just happened? Right. Mm-hmm. And part of that too, when you're weighing for Cade Stover, what's the best place to play? What's the clearest way to make an impact? Well, I mean, you see that sort of logjam building at linebacker, which is hard to believe based on – you know what, where they were last April oh, to yeah. now, where they were in the. I mean, he just moved now. over there, really, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. and he's already back. Yeah, because you've got another yeah. guy, Reed Carrico, who's 
We got Reeves it. looking good, too. He was out there with the, the first unit and the 4-3 looks, mm-hmm. playing some Sam. Uh, I'm not sure how much that package is really going to be used unless you're playing Wisconsin, but that's still significant because the depth and talent of that unit is now growing, and you have a year of development and off-season program and experience for a lot of these guys that, like, they looked disorganized last year. Mm-hmm. And I think more than anything when we've been in there, and I said this on Saturday, it just feels like – there's a plan in place for that defense where as much as everybody loves the personality of Kerry Combs and the great recruiting success and the position coach work that he did, it's a different task to, to be the overall leader of a defense. And I just think that Jim Knowles has been doing that for so long that that experience and the way he teaches is showing up. And there's still well, a long I way to go. I think there's, a, there's also the level of, these kids have never done this before, so everything's kind of ratcheted up a little bit. New coaches, new personalities, new schemes, new everything. Yep. You know, so I think that might have something to to go into this uh, last year, the year before. Yeah, same guys, maybe a little more lackadaisical through their winter workouts. We're winning. We know things were good last year. You know, then you end with a Michigan loss this year. That fuels the offseason a little bit more. I think it was. I, I think if you were to ask the guys, was this offseason different than last offseason? I think they'd probably say. 100 <laughs> percent right right and now now you have different coaches different people coming in the building but i think just m- the mentality of coming out in this you know 6 a.m's winter workout spring ball was probably you know 180 for the last year or two the edge is back well there's no sign to say the, what have you done to beat the team up north one yet. of them we yeah, have but but one of the most done. interesting things that i heard so far was Sitting down. It's been like 700 days since Ohio State beat Michigan. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's been a while. It's been too long for them, and they know that. So Luke Whippler is in there for breakfast on Thursday in the Woody, getting ready nice. to practice. Elite, elite players eat breakfast. <laughs> you know, and you, get, are, you heard the story. You Georgia, know. Georgia had a Gatorade gets, shake for breakfast in college that I stole from the Wiggles. Georgia gets schmears on their bagels, and that's the big difference. So you take note of it that. It just matters you, more. You, you eat a healthy <laughs> breakfast. And – BTN is on the television screens up there at the training table, and they're showing the the game in 60 minutes. Mm. Luke Whipler says that TV almost came mm. down. I would have loved it. He just sort of that would have awesome. just like, thrown a glass just at it, just break it, rip it down. That'd have been a Bob Carpenter move. I mean, <laughs> oh, yeah. the practice, get this off. No. Yeah, turn this off. No. Practice was had was over. It had been like three or four hours since that happened, and like. Doug Maurice and I are standing there and like, you seem pretty upset and worked up about this still. And he's like, yeah, I'm angry. I'm like, yeah. well, there's okay. a difference between saying you're angry and actually being angry. And Luke Whippler looked pissed off. Like, it was, this was <laughs> he didn't not, say, yeah, I'm angry, wink. No, he, Winky he was, you know, it's just not like, yeah, we're still pretty mad about that. No, like he had that look in his eye like, yeah, I'm, I'm Because you have to listen to that Jackamoke up there sit there and <laughs> yeah. just have the nonsense of everything that happens afterwards in the third base comments and yeah. just, mm-hmm. you know, the toughness and all these different things. And then the spring game just circus that they've got going on up there. What? Bringing in caps How many? What is that? Spencer, like, showed me a picture of the crowd that they had in the big house. I'm like. There's more people in the Woody than are watching that team. Like, I don't, is that the spring game? That was their spring game. I thought game. it was a spring, spring game. game. They threw it at halftime, right? Yeah. Yes, but that's I'm like there weren't enough people there to be the spring game. Because they don't <laughs> they don't publicize their program. They don't do, you know, media availability a couple times a week. They just let this guy do whatever he wants and he wants to work completely. Well, you used to want to stay over at dudes' houses and climb trees and throw with his shirt off. Those days I guess are over though. But I I just don't understand that part about their program. 
a lot of what fuels the success of Ohio State is the size of the fan base and the investment that they feel yeah. in it. And that includes a day like Saturday, and it definitely mm-hmm. includes one like next Saturday. And if that happened in the horseshoe, like... If there was less than 50,000 people at kick, I would be very disappointed. I don't care yeah. if it looked like it, that trash did today where it's like, you remember... Oh, like, we, had, we had sleet and snow one and year. And there was still and like still... 50... Now, everybody promptly left after a quarter. Yes. But at kick, you still had fifty to 60,000 people there mm-hmm. for a day that nobody wanted to be outside. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, yeah. in a meaningless environment, yeah. no one wanted to be out there. And it was still you know, two-thirds, two-thirds to three-quarters just full. And you're like, okay, like... This is impressive. This is how yeah. it should be. This is Buckeye Nation. Yeah. You know, Early we don't want to be here. You definitely don't want to be here. You're sitting right. in the stands. Early forecast for next Saturday shows 59 and rain. So it's Perfect. not going to be a great day. That'll blow through. That's but fine. I still expect there to be at least double, if not triple, the amount of people that were in the big house. I know the oh, big house oh, is huge. Oh, there's going to be way more than triple. No, I know the big house is huge. So even if the, you know there's 10,000 people in there, it looks like 2,000. But that was like yeah, but it's laughable. Yeah, like it's significantly it's not that larger much bigger than the horseshoe. I'm just saying that was about? like maybe laughable. What, five, How eight thousand people, people maybe it's, different. Well, I would say it's not a capital, dude. I mean, their <laughs> stadium might like, be like another ten thousand seats bigger. I wouldn't. No, I, I'm saying like when you look at it, it, it looks like you know, I don't know. It, it looks seemed like, like there were like two thousand people there. Oh no, coach. And, and I'm expecting like. At least, like Bob said, sixty, maybe even seventy thousand people with this spring. No, well, when you're having Kaepernick throw at halftime, you figure people will come out and see it. But we're good. We're, I'm yeah. seeing sixty and partially sunny, twenty four percent chance. It's gonna of be rain. gorgeous next weekend. I, I mean, but even that, I, I envision no scenario where there would be less than fifty thousand exactly. people in the stadium. Yeah. And so I, I think if that was ever the case, you would be disappointed, and because it's a lot of chance for people to get there, maybe you can't afford a normal game or, mm-hmm. you know, fall sports or whatever it is, you can come out there. And I do like they've tightened it up. Part of the reason is the spring games used to look so sporadic at the end because they were three, three hours long. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Three hours. That was – oh, coach, it's fourth quarter's clicking up at that point. Got some commercial TV timeouts. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, they wrapped this thing up. It's, you know, a nice first half that's about 45 minutes, quick halftime, stay on the field, boom, and then running clock, clock in the second half. You're out of there an hour and 45, two hours, and it's all good. And so they, they keep it moving. And because I think they get – you know, we've had the – the little dog and pony at halftime with Cardell coming out and throwing and doing different well, they, stuff. They actually bring back Buckeyes that the home fans might want to watch. I, that was another – Yeah. <laughs> that guy didn't play uh, for Michigan, so I don't really yeah. – I think Jay Cutler's going to throw this year at halftime. Is he? All right. Yeah. Oh. Yep. It's an interesting choice. But Vanderbilt's got their own spring game, so he should just – Yeah, he should just put on a show there. Go no, but, that, I mean, who else – Maybe – who else – who was on the staff? Like, when, when Ryan was in San Fran and – um, Philadelphia, like who were who were their quarterbacks? Sam Bradford, I mean, could bring Sam Bradford, Bradford in. Alex Smith. Was Nick Foles in Philly yet? Nick Foles, I don't. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. You could bring one of those guys in and just why? I don't know because I coached him in the just NFL. Because I, I mean, I knew him. Come here and have him throw. Help like, him get a shot. I mean, it's just, <clears throat> that's interesting. Whatever you can, they can do whatever they want, but I know that those the guys are fired up about it. Um, and I just I've been very impressed with how well they've looked, how well they played this this. Uh, spring and i know the defense they still got ways to go and seeing that live stuff with the tackling but like another guy young guy kai stokes who oh boy yeah i mean i'm over there listening to ronnie hickman like get his black stripe off and cj barnett you know i was like hey i mean he's, he's practiced 
one day. It's like when someone had a great, he called it a PBU. I go, dude, he was in coverage, but the guy dropped the ball. Yeah. Okay, you actually have to like get a hand on a ball or dislodge it. One of the DBs that celebrates really bad, you know, really big after the receiver drops but the ball. He's been playing really well, but someone I forget, someone had a great catch. I'm like, oh, get a stripe out. I mean, it takes more than a day and a play yeah. to get your stripe removed. But Kai Stokes has looked really good, and like watching those young defensive backs. It's been awesome to kind of see how those guys have developed and grown. You know about the receivers. You know about the running backs. Offensive line's got some work, obviously. But it's it's it, the Cade Stover thing. Cause I'd like to go back to that because you brought it up, and I kind of threw it into you there. But he uh, his ability, I think, to play at the next level at tight end is real. I think what he can do, you know, with him and Rossi, and all of a sudden then, you know, Royer, right. you've got G. Scott. Like, you can get into some personnel groups with those guys mm-hmm. that you don't really see. And this is the one thing that separates Ryan Day from a lot of other coaches. Everyone sees the spread and this and throwing the ball. Like, and Justin Fry is the same way because he's an NFL. There's, you know, he's been a guy that you know, understands elaborate blocking schemes. You can get in three tight ends or two tight ends and a fullback and do some things when you have athletes like they do at tight end where you can flex G Sky, you can flex Roy, like all of a sudden now you've got some matchup issues. Mm-hmm. And then you have a guy, guys like Rossi and, and uh, Stover, who are hammers. And so you can also run the ball out of those things and you can mix and match these groups to really give you a huge advantage. Like Kate Stover being in there, if he can be a dominant force on the edge of the line of scrimmage, their ability to run the ball will be through the roof. And he made a nice catch the other day in practice. Like, dude, if you can give us that and that, like you're a number two tight end in the NFL, and you can do that for eight to ten years, buddy. What I found was interesting about that, because you're talking about what Ohio State and the tight ends can provide in the season. If you're looking at it right now, I would say relative to the rest of the roster, that group is the biggest concern. Uh, Most question marks. Because, you know, G. Scott was not out there for all of last week. Um, you know, Mitch Rossi is still trying to recover from that shoulder injury that yep. he finally got cleaned up. So those two are obviously not in the equation, and, and you assume that both will be back by the fall. But And G. Scott was back at practice today, uh, just for the record. But, you know, I don't – right now I would say – You a Reuters fan? Uh, probably more than Berm because – Why does Berm – because he wouldn't talk to him? Because he wouldn't talk to him. He's oh, yeah. one of the dudes who wouldn't talk during recruitment. <laughs> one of the only ones, by the way. But, but did you talk to anybody else? I, I don't think so. Well, no, no. Everybody it, tried to pull up in the vans, and Royer's like, "Nah, I don't." It's want good. His parents said, "Get, Royer, get, Royer get out asked, here with your candies and puppies." Yeah. I'm not getting in. Yeah. Royer asked for and received a commitment graphic, and then Berm never heard from him again. So, oh, <clears> that's, that's, ooh, got him. That doesn't that doesn't <laughs> happen very often. I love so, it. Uh, I think they've talked in the last couple of weeks, a couple of times. I think they're trying to mend, mend that mend, bridge, yeah. yeah. Mm. You know, an olive branch the other way, because he does have some of that. Rucker like ability, and he's a good he's trying to become more the all around guy. And I think if you get that from him, and Cade Stover can give you Luke Farrell things, well, then you're talking about that offense from two years ago, and opens up a lot of different pathways and opportunities for diversifying and and adding more flexibility to the attack. Now we'll see if that happens. I mean, Cade's been back there for a, what, a week. Yeah. Um, so well, and it comes back to I mean we've had Jeremy Rucker for the last four. He was here four years, right? Yep. I, I mean we we've had guys. Who were the all-around, or we thought this is going to finally be – it's always like we go into a season, who's going to be the tight end? We're, oh, we're going to use the tight end a ton this year, and then we don't. Yeah. You know, so it's like – Womp womp. We just, we just don't have that hype guy so far this Tim year. Tim May. Because you know, it doesn't it no, matter in the end. Tim May is the hype guy for the tight end. <laughs> he's been calling for it for well, the last 20 years. Ever since, I think, yeah, 40 years. Since back in our day, I'm sure. I think he's been writing it. But the one thing, too, you know, 
about that. It's, it's a little bit personnel-based, but I, I was just on a, a podcast today with uh, Greg Cosell, you know, doing some NFL draft, draft prep, and he's like, hey, who's you know, someone at Ohio State that you think has kind of been underrated? And I'm like, uh, oh, goodness. Um, we just talked uh, uh, tight end. Cade Stover. Cade, Stover. No, not Stover. Joe uh, Royer. No. Rucker. Rucker. Jeremy, Jeremy Rucker. Rucker. We're oh, current draft. Current draft. Well, because Jer- he hasn't been able to do anything. Well, I said that's the thing. I go, he's a really good athlete. And you, wa- you watch him run, but like – you don't really watch a guy run routes if he doesn't catch the ball regularly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so my like, record can Earth run routes. I've, he's got good hands. <laughs> yeah. And I go, his blocking got infinitely better every yeah. season. I'm like, he's going to probably get way underdrafted just because nobody sees it and someone's going to watch. I'm like, you know what? Like, I can't believe they, just, they didn't use this They guy. never threw it to him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's kind of the case. It was like with Hireman and Vanette. all the time. They always get to the NFL. Like, <laughs> yeah. Hartsock played for like 12 years. Yeah. Like, this guy's better than what we thought. Why yeah. did they never use him? And ultimately, I think that that's going to happen with Rock. And so I'm just waiting for hopefully one of these years, like, you know what? We don't have to wait till the bowl game to throw the ball to Luke Farrell. <laughs> we don't have to wait till Hireman is against Michigan to catch seam routes. Like, let's get those guys involved earlier, and it'll make it easier for everybody. But then you don't have the element of surprise, Bob. That is true because as a defender, when you're looking <laughs> yeah. at the scouting reports, like when you know they're not getting the ball through. This guy's caught three balls and been targeted eight. Don't worry about it. It's week <laughs> ten. They're not going to throw the ball. <laughs> right. Hello, Clemson. Surprise for you. Yeah. Um, long way to go. Uh, until the Buckeyes get back on the field. But there's a spring game coming in a week and a half. Really excited for that. Student Appreciation Day was awesome as well. What are we doing for the spring Student game? Let's do, we'll just blow it out. Let's make some huge plans, Bob. Okay. We're going to get roosters to cater it, so there will be some chips. Awesome. Uh, we'll talk to Nicole about that. I'll be there. Come tomorrow to roosters and get fried mm, pickles. Fried pickles. For $2. Mm. Jay-Z, if Jay-Z doesn't take them all. Oh, I'm going to take some. I've already eaten one. One basket already down? Yeah, it's right. close. Okay, well, that's good. Ish. And um, I think everyone should just have another great week. There's going to be a lot more Ohio State coverage coming at LettermanRow.com. Thanks to Nicole Cox for having us back in here for Letterman Live at Roosters. That's Jay-Z, Bob Chives. I'm Austin Ward. We'll see you next week. For Letterman Live at Roosters, it's a fun, casual joint.